0: Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks, a place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love and glow. Erica. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I have Lisa back with me. Hey. You guys loved her mental health um, episode so much, and I really wanted to talk about healthy relationships. Um, so, what got us into talking about this was I've shared a little bit about my relationship about breaking up and like being in something that was toxic and getting something that's healthy. Um, I'm very fortunate. My parents are still married. I've got to see what the healthy marriage is. But what I did notice after dating so many guys um, and, like, getting close to their families, I realized they're, why they were doing the things that they mm-hmm. do, like their habits. Yeah. And I would, like, watch if the father was in their life or if, you know, and just, like, they usually mimic their dad. Yeah. Without even realizing it. <clears throat> um. So I've definitely been in relationships where, like, my one of my ex she just like wasn't like so like um was affectionate because his dad was never affectionate like yeah, things like yeah. i would watch the dad and the mom but like they would never even like sit at the dinner table together right, right. things like that um and when i posted it you guys a lot of you were like saying you never saw like a healthy relationship mm-hmm. um so yeah that's what we're talking about today
1: yeah so i think like a, a good place to start is because i think everybody gets an idea of what a healthy relationship should look like. But once you're, like, in it, it's kind of hard, you know, unless you're actively entering into a relationship, like, looking for red flags and being ready to, like, quash them like Mm whack-a-mole. We don't really start that way. And we also have to look at, like, why we get into relationships in the first place? So kind of yes, my whole
0: basis. That's for a good. Things, that's a good thing way to start. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like I often tell people because so my background, just for you guys to know, is I, I my primary training was in marriage and family therapy. Um I still use family therapy more than anything else because I work with kids at this point. But I did have to do a lot of work and studying around, you know, marriage and interactions and dynamics and things like that. Um, But what I often tell anyone, kids, adults, whatever, is like a romantic relationship is supposed to add to your life. It's not supposed to be your whole life. It's not supposed to take away from your life. It's just something that's supposed to add to your life. So I think we kind of have to frame it that way. So if we're trying to take a look at our relationships, like if if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm listening to this because I need to know if my relationship is toxic or not. Let's start there. Like, is this adding? I think
0: you, like, said a great point. It should not take away. And I feel like people like me, I'm a lover. I'm a giver. Mm. I will, I'm very selfless. I'll put everybody before me. Mm. So for a while, I kind of thought that was normal. Like, oh, you know, like... Well, you're the, you know, you're the woman, and you're supposed to cater to your man. The song catered to you, like, you know, i will be like, I'm gonna, Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Listen, it's a banger, though. I'm gonna even when it comes out, like, I'm gonna do this to my man. I'm gonna brush his hair, like, girl, no. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like that was something I didn't even realize. And then I remember going into this new healthy relationship, I was afraid because I'm like, I feel like he's gonna take my freedom away, and that was a very big hurdle I had to get over. Mm. I was afraid that they were, he was going to be like, because I was already living my life for me and being selfish and being able to do whatever I wanted, when I wanted, and I was afraid that, like, he was going to stop me in my tracks, like, right. no, you can't go out with your friends. And not that any guy had ever said that to me, but it was, it was like, there, were, there was a lot of sacrifices that I used to make. Sure,
1: sure. Yeah. And I think, like, actually, that's probably where, and like you said, like, where we could start too. Ask yourself why you got into the relationship that you did. Mm-hmm. If you're so, if you're not in a relationship right now and you're actively seeking one, ask yourself why that is. Is it that you're looking for partnership? Is it that you're lonely or whatever? Because if we go into relationships with a the expectation that we need to be, uh, like taken care of, and not saying that in a negative way, mm-hmm. more like. Listen, straight up, I'll, I should just be straight with everyone. There yeah. are women that look for men who will financially support them, yeah. or, you know, anytime, women to women, man to man, however, you mm-hmm. know, whatever floats your boat. But some people get into those relationships looking for, like, this person is going to financially support me. Now, right. so you're throwing away any control over a dynamic you have at the gate if that's the direction you're headed, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, so, you know, if that's what you're looking for, it, do you? But just know that there's going to be consequences, right? Um, to you know the people that break up with someone and then they're just like desperately looking for another person, the relationship
0: person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: just like de- just like whoever comes along, like this is who I'm going to be with because I'm tired of being by myself. Again, you're already setting yourself to be in a, setting yourself up to be in a position where you're going to potentially experience red flag situations, and you're going to be like, well, I don't want to be alone again, so I'm just going to deal with it, which. We don't want that either. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, if you're, again, just straight up, like, if you have kids and you want them to have a father figure, again, like, all right, that's a great goal, but we really have to be cautious in kind of throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're just a person, like, living your life and someone joins you for that journey, like, think of a relationship as, like, a road. They should just be kind of joining you for the journey, not paving the road for you not cleaning it up behind you like that's a good way just to look walking at. with you you know what i mean so so i think like you know for any of you that are in it right now i would definitely say take inventory of why you're in it you know mm-hmm. or even some people have kids on an unplanned basis and think that you should Stay kind of them. have a nuclear family mm-hmm. when sometimes that's
0: Really the worst. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like, the
1: worst possible thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so there's a lot of factors. But I think something important that you mentioned before about, like, your new relationship is you did a lot of work on yourself first. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think for everybody, again, taking inventory of what work you need to do on yourself to get to, like, a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. So if that means, like, if right now you are not working or you feel like you have a job that's kind of dead end and you want a better job... Work on that first before you seek somebody out.
0: You know what it was, too, that I, that she brought to my attention and this only that I got through therapy mm. was we talked about, like, my past relationships and I kept saying, like, I would date this guy, call myself Good Luck Chuck, break up with a guy, and mm. most of them have married the girl right after mm. me. And then I realized, she's like, you have, like, this hero mentality that you see this project, and you're like, okay, let me help him get him together. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically, like, making him better for the next person. Yeah, yeah, So what I had to learn, and only it was her that, like, sought me out, because that was something that I was doing. I was looking for a specific type of... I was drawn to a specific right. type of person yeah. where, again, I'm a giver, I'm a helper, I will give you anything off my back... And I was, I would see a potential in some guy and be like, "But if you did this, you could be this." Yeah. Like, do you not see that? And um, she called me out on that. She's mm-hmm. like, "You cannot save somebody, right?" And that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. So actually, that's a good
1: point too. Part and again, I'm gonna use the words taking inventory a lot because mm-hmm. that's kind of what we have to do in this stuff. So also taking inventory of why you're attracted to the people you're attracted to. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna like hit everybody with some bad news. It does have a lot to do with your parents mm-hmm. and your experience of relationships growing up mm-hmm. um, like not in a weird creepy Freudian way it just happens this way that mm-hmm. we often become attracted to people that are like our parents yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like and it's so annoying for me because I actively fought that for years and mm-hmm. then I pretty much just now ended up dead. back in that <laughs> boat um, uh-huh. but it's not to say that you should be like, oh, this person has a quality that my parent has. Let me just drop them. Part of part of what we'll talk about later too is how we work through this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but again, like, if my dad was like a super nice and gentle-hearted guy, I probably would be the person that went for like the nice guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Which my whole life I was like, that's what I need. And that's not what I did. And, you yeah. know, but again, like, Same. it's not that my husband's not nice, but mm-hmm. not that <laughs> he's just, he's the type I actively worked to avoid. Mm-hmm. But again, like there, you can work with it. You just have to do the, the work on it. So yeah, taking inventory of like why you might be attracted. If you find yourself with the same person over and over, and they just have a different face, you have to do work on yourself. Which I did. You have I to. I didn't do work realize on yourself.
0: everyone was like you have a type. I'm like, if you line up all my ex boyfriends, they do none of them look alike. Right. But I'm like, I don't have a type, but I did have a type. I had this thing of like I want, and I noticed it when the same thing with businesses. I've had. I've helped so many people build businesses mm. before I actually build mine, and when it came to me, I didn't even believe in myself. Mm. I'm like, I don't know if I can do it at first until I brought the confidence. But I've realized that, um, and she was the one like really opened up my eyes. I'm like, wow, you're right. She's like, well, let's why are we talk. Let's talk about the guys that you're like you're going after, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, like okay, and that really opened up my eyes. So if I didn't do the work on me myself, um, because what happened is when I found this healthy relationship, when he came in, I was resisting it so much. Sure. And I'm like, no, it's too good to be true. I don't deserve this. This is like, I remember like, I was psycho. Like, every three days, I was like, I'm going to break up with you. And then he would plan a date. And he's like, well, we have that date next week. And I'm like, damn, I really want to do that. All right, after that, I'm going to break up with you. And he was just like, okay, Erica, like, whatever. Like, he ignored me. But I almost lost something because... Again, it's something that I know that I needed, but I yeah. had to work on myself and open that up.
2: Yeah. And, because it's and different from what I had.
1: Yes, and that part's so hard because we're always going to, that's why it kind of comes down to, like, we're attracted to what we, like, experienced growing up. And, again, just to clarify, not in, a, like, a weird sexual way. It's, it's more of just, like, um, personality traits, what you're used to in terms of your household. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's like, it's more of those types of things. So, when you're actively working to not fall into those traps, if it it was like a negative household, or if you're trying to aspire to that, but Mm -hmm. something's getting lost in the shuffle, um, it's just like kind of making sure that we're, you know, again, looking at this objectively and not running away from it. But, you know, we'll talk about the characteristics of a healthy relationship, and if they're not that, then you should
0: run away from (laughs) it. So, let's get into a little bit of the characteristics. Mm. So... I have a healthy relationship with my parents. I've been together almost like fifty years. Mm. My dad is amazing to my mom. And I think my problem was because me and my dad had a very strained relationship growing up, mm. I was not looking for someone like my dad. I was actually doing the opposite. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna go and date this guy and this you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's what I like what I didn't have. Right. Um, and then growing up as I understood my dad's history of his dad being alcoholic and mm-hmm. abusive and like I was like, okay, he definitely changed for the better, but he only had brothers. He never had a daughter. Mm. And I'm the only daughter, so he didn't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. to, That's like... Right. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. I mean, he took care of me when I was younger, but when I got to teenager, what were we going to talk about? Right? I'm not going to be like, dad, I'm on my period, or this boy, like, right. broke my heart. <laughs> I was right. really close to my mom. So once I realized that, I was like, okay, this is what I need. But there's a lot of great qualities that he does have. Sure. And I'm like, this is what I want. I want my, I want my future husband to be... And, the, and I looked at the good qualities. Everybody's not perfect. Of course not. So there's some things I'm like, okay, I could deal with, like, less of the whining, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> but what are some characteristics of a healthy relationship? Right. So some
1: of the, like, some of these, as I mention them at the gate, you're going to be like, oh, of course, that's a quality. But as we go into them, think about is this occurring in your current relationship or did it actually occur in your past relationships? So, like, you know, mutual respect, right? We, any, if you asked anybody, what's what's the qualities, respect would be at the top of the list. However, if we really delve into this, like oh, I definitely
0: with people who did not respect you. Yeah, I know what you mean. I could, I'll say oh that all God. day, every day. I like I know it's highly so disrespected.
1: Okay, and and so we're ta- but we're talking like inherent respect. So it's not you know. Listen, sometimes like people get salty. They have a bad day. They kind of, you know they yap yap yap, and you get in a little tit for tat like. That's not necessarily what we're talking about when we're talking about, you know, disrespect. Um, it, can, it shouldn't be, like, learned over time. It should be something where they respect your boundaries. So even in a new relationship, if, have you ever, like, dated someone and they were like, oh, let's go out, and you had, like, other plans, and you're like, oh, I can't say and they got, like, weird about it. Yeah. That's, like, for me, that was always, like, red flag number one. Like, listen, I'm not doing this with you. Like, yeah. my, my life is my life. But we're going we're gonna to get to that part also. Um, but so things like that are important to look for. Like, are they respecting your boundaries? Are they respecting your individuality? Um, Are they actually respecting it or saying that they are? So sometimes, like, I've known guys who are like, yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want you know, go hang out with your friends, but then we'll constantly text the girl, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What like, are you what doing? Are you
0: coming home. Yeah, yeah. just, like,
1: leave, leave it alone. If you actually respected the boundary, you would... Listen, there, there's... One time, like, my phone died, and I was in another state, and my and I, like, went back to my hotel with my friend, and I passed out, and I did not follow up with my husband, and he was not happy with me the next day, not because he thought I was out, like, doing things. He was, like... I safety. thought you got murdered. Yeah, like, you know? safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's a different, um, like, a different thing. But uh, on a smaller scale, definitely those types of things. Um, respect in terms of how they speak with you. Mm-hmm. Again, like, people are allowed to get mad. They're mm-hmm. allowed to argue with you. Mm-hmm. But when there's, like, if they argue with you and, and, they, and they start throwing names at you, no, zero. Yeah. And, again, that's something that you can work on. So, like, that might be how they grew up. Mm-hmm. If you set the tone at the gate, like, this is not how I'm going to be spoken to, mm-hmm. then then you can work on it as, as long as they follow suit. So, like, my husband's family, hot, like, parents, hot mess. So the way he observed parent interactions when they were angry was to, like, throw names at each other. Yeah. So the first time we, we got, like, we didn't get in really, like, blowouts until we lived together. Because mm-hmm. I think that, like, Chains changed their dynamic, everything. too. Yeah. And one day he just, like got into it with me and he just started like throwing these words out and i and i literally said you will never speak to me like this again mm-hmm. watch what happens i will sell this house in five seconds don't do it again
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you work on that over time and yeah now it doesn't go like that anymore yeah like, sure we again we disagree on things but it's not a scenario where we're going to be like yeah a ab- like verbally abusing each other yeah and again like You have to be in the boat to be willing to work on it. If you say to this person, "Do not speak to me that way," and then they continue to speak to you that way, they're not working on it. Yeah, you can gauge how many times you're going to allow it till you'd be like, "Listen, I'm not doing this." Mm -hmm. So I would get like a like a healthy place
0: would probably be like two or three times. That's what I was thinking in my head. Like, two mm-hmm. or three times, then after that, if I don't see you changing that, yeah. That's it. Which I wish I would have done. I sure, me too in the past. I mean, Sorry. I've definitely been there and I felt like I just, you know, women break up mentally in their head before they actually physically do it. Mm. So to, at the end, I was like, I wouldn't even fight anymore. I'm like, okay. Like, you're yeah. to that point, you're like, I don't care because you just mm-hmm. already did the damage. But I think respect is so important because uh, this day and age, social media, it sucks. Mm. It's like, and I've been there, guys. I love the bad boy type. I'm very guilty of that. But honestly, they really, you, you can have this one if you want. Yeah. Um, they really like, it. it's not there. It's not it. Like, yeah. it's not funny. It's not cute. It's not funny to just joke around and be like, oh, you're a bee. Like, oh, I'm just kidding. Like, no, it's not mm. funny.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. We should mention the passive aggressive. Like, if they're like, oh, you're being such a bitch, like, ha ha. Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not ha We're not going to throw that out there either because there's no reason. There's right. Like, there's no reason to even say that as right. a word. So that's actually important because sometimes people don't know that they're being abused until they're really deep in it. Mm-hmm. And, and a big red flag of someone who's abusive is someone who's like, says something like, you're being such a C word. Mm-hmm. And then if they witness you have a reaction, they'll be like, oh, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. It minimizes what they actually said to you. And then they don't, they can't take responsibility if they're saying, oh, it was just a joke.
0: Yeah, or like, oh, you're being such a bitch, and then, but you know, like, I love you. Like, when they follow up with yeah, that, no, like, yeah. no, mm-hmm. it's not, that's not it. Because if you love me, why are you even calling me that in the first place?
1: That's right, and if you think any And that goes that, back to respect. <laughs> exactly, and if you think any of that's cute, just, we're gonna, you're gonna take inventory of what the guys, <laughs> or people you are with are like. Um, that's, that's a good one to bring up. Um, and then, so, like, the second characteristic, again, pretty... Pretty uh, straightforward to be trust, right? Mm-hmm. But trust is very like dynamic and, and yeah. there's a lot of facets to it, right? So um, it's kind of, I would say it as kind of like giving, giving each other the benefit of the doubt on mm-hmm. things, um, but trust is one of those things that everybody's got to work on their trust issues before they enter into any relationship. Right pretty much because some people have trust issues in the form of like they were cheated on so now you know anytime their uh, significant other sneezes differently they're like oh my god what's happening right so, trust would be i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt don't let me catch you and then if i catch you it's over like mm-hmm. you know having those established boundaries from mm-hmm. the beginning and trust doesn't even just go to
0: like cheating mm-hmm. it can go to a lot of things like with money and yeah, it's you know. like telling the truth where you were, like yeah, little things. I think too. Um, I'm gonna touch on this a little bit too. Like, people who suffered abandonment, mm. we were growing up, sure. And I know this because I've dealt with it through my cousin. Like, she was abandoned from her father. So like, when I stepped into her life and we became close, and like, if I was one day like I couldn't hang out with her, mm. it was like the end of the world. But I was like, oh, you're you're filling me in with with the what you're trying to fill the void of your dad with me. Yeah. Like now you're trying to, and that's something again. If you guys have done that, where maybe a parent wasn't in your life, or maybe you were married and now you're divorced and the husband left you, or a friend, like know the difference when you have abandonment issues and trust, because mm-hmm. it'll filter into that trust. Yeah. And it's like they're not. You're leaning too much on them as well. A hundred percent. Like you can't. You know. You have to also give them their space. And I noticed that too. Like. When they have abandonment, they have very hard trust issues. It's like they'll go all in, and the second you decide one day, like, oh, I can't come to that bar or whatever, everything switches. Yeah.
1: And I think, too, part of this is is just kind of awareness. Mm Because if you have this stuff going on, like trust issues, abandonment issues, it's not to say that, like, you have to go and and change your whole life immediately. No. of part of what you have to do is just kind of be aware that you're doing it and, taking, and take responsibility for when it's causing an issue. I have, like, fair fighting rules on here. Mm-hmm. So that, that I can, like, go through, like, really quickly after we do yeah. these. Um, because, again, we can have disagreements. We can have our own issues. But we have to be conscious of it. So, yeah, like, trust and honesty, they shouldn't, mm-hmm. like, they, they it shouldn't be, like, this is what makes up a healthy relationship that should be inherent but it should just be part of it mm-hmm. if you have to work on it that's okay mm-hmm. um but if it doesn't exist the relationship can't survive
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah trust honesty even like being honest about silly things like even songs, being honest think, about your feelings that exactly and cuz mm-hmm. what if we were mind readers we wouldn't have these issues yeah <laughs> so sometimes we just have to actually kind of go into it where we're saying like all right listen I'm pissed today I like I can't even deal with anybody you know if I'm being short with you that's what it is but a lot of us don't have the presence
0: of mind to Mm -hmm. to say that you have to practice that and women too I've noticed that I'm also guilty of this too like something will bother me and then I'll hold it in but like obviously my attitude is gonna change and then like my boyfriend now will be like okay like your your energy's off what's up and then like there are times that I'll be like, I'm fine. And then I'll play it up and then I'll literally call him back. I'm like, no, Erica, this is you now. You need to work on... He asked mm-hmm. you. He gave you the out. So then I would call him back and be like, actually, you know what's really bothering me? He's like, I knew something was bothering you. Yeah. So we need to be honest with ourselves, too. And, like, it's okay to express... It's normal to express your feelings and don't hold them in because... Yeah. That will, that's just going to, the blow up that's going to happen later on. It's like. 100%. On March 13th, you shut my show off (laughs) and I was pissed. On March 27th, you sneezed three times. Like, you know, it's like a build up. And he's like, what the hell? Like, I didn't even know I did anything to bother you. Or vice versa. Yeah,
1: that's going to come up in the the fair fighting stuff too, actually. It's funny Mm -hmm. that you said that. Um, But yeah, and then that flows into communication. Mm -hmm. If communication is hostile You know, like, if, like, listen, some people out there are straight up just in abusive relationships where Mm -hmm. there are no pleasant interactions, like, if you're that deep into it. But for the most part, I would say if we put number values on it, like, 90% of your communication with your significant other, no matter what it is, in any which way, should be Mm non-hostile, you know, calm, collected, just, you know. If you took an inventory of how frequently you have hostile communication with your significant other, mm-hmm. if you're bumping up past 10 15%, you really have to address, like, an underlying problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if you think about a seven-day week of, of the seven days, how many of those days did you engage in an argument,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? If you went your whole week this week without having an argument, like, that's good. If you mm-hmm. had one argument, that's pretty normal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but if you're pushing, like four five six if you argue every day that's where it's you know obviously uh going downhill
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and also we have to kind of keep keep our our emotions in check so we have rational communication right because mm-hmm. if we're already upset and we're arguing
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're just gonna pull in like all this random stuff and then it's gonna be a fight that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. we have to really make sure we're like all right. What am I upset about? Again, I'm skipping ahead. That's like a mm. fair fight. No, I,
0: I I agree because I, I I think that's a big thing that we talk about. Like I've been somewhere where terrible. Mm. We couldn't even text each other because he would read it in a certain way or I would read his in a mm-hmm. certain way. And we when we went to like couples counseling for a little bit that we did, we both acknowledged that like texting was a terrible way because he's like, oh, well, I thought you said with an attitude. I'm like, what? I just said this. Like <laughs> it did me horrible. Like horrible, horrible, horrible. And it's funny that you like said that because I know obviously arguing every day is not healthy, but I didn't even think about that like two, three, four times a week because sometimes we would argue and I feel like I was on eggshells and I'm like, mm-hmm. I really couldn't just like be myself or like, I was like, okay, I have to address this and I know it's going to be an argument. Like yeah the confrontation, because I know a lot of us hate confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really important to highlight. No- arguing is normal. You're not going to, like mm-hmm. you're two different people. You're not going to agree on yeah. every single thing. Right. But um, that is really important. I really truly feel that. Like yeah, and I didn't even think about that. Like taking accountability. Like look back on the, on the week and just see where you're at.
1: Yeah. I, so I used to do for like for couples counseling. It's it's an entire lesson on how to like argue
2: mm-hmm.
1: in a healthy way, mm-hmm. um, which is what I have here. So the last like characteristic of a of a healthy relationship, which is the one that I find to be most important. Honestly, like I feel like. Trust, honesty, respect, you can work on. But maintaining individuality, I feel like, isn't... Like, that's just something you have to go into the relationship with. Your own things, your own friends, your own life. Like, again, if you're someone who literally just dropped all your friends, broke up with your last boyfriend, and you're just seeking another person to, like, hang on to, it's going to go nowhere fast. Mm -hmm. You have to have individuality and maintain individuality. Mm -hmm. Meaning, like, you know, listen, some people... Get into like a thing where they're like, "Oh, I want to open a business with my with my significant other."
0: Yeah, I always tell
1: them no. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Listen, like, there's things they can do to help. Like, yeah. I help my husband with his paperwork. Um, yeah, because he like sucks at paperwork. Yeah, and like that's if you know any therapist, that's like ninety ninety five percent of our job is
2: paperwork. Uh-huh.
1: So you know, I'll help him with that, but I have no bearing on his business, mm-hmm. like zero upon zero. Mm-hmm. Um. And he wouldn't have a clue what to do with my work. So it would never intertwine. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like those types of big life things I I would recommend against. um, Just because when you maintain your own individuality, you have a place to vent. You have your friends. You have the things you like to do. Like you have spaces where you can still be you. Again, your partner just like joins you. Right. That's I think that's
0: so too because... I definitely lost myself before in relationships, mm-hmm. and you hear that all the time. I lost mm-hmm. myself. I lost myself. And then for me, like a breakup did. I just posted this today, like a breakup. It was like a meme. It was like, want a breakup. It's like the guy. It's like a beer and like all these different girl emojis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like me, and it was like. You know, I open a business, and they're calls and like I always yeah. thrive with a breakup, because I feel like, okay, I have my sense of self back, mm-hmm. um, but it is very important, and my mom always told me that. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you go out by yourself, there would be days that my, my dad has a bunch of friends. My mom's like me. We have a couple of friends, but we do yeah. but he'll go out to the city and hang out with his friends, and we either hang out, or she'll go shopping on her own, but, mm-hmm. like, space is so important, and having your own lives. It's yeah. like... And back in the day, I used to be that annoying girlfriend that was like, you need to see me every day, all day. Pick me up, drive me home. We need to be there seven days a week. Like, I was, and I 100% realized that. Mm. Like, it was not healthy whatsoever. And even if you're not, like,
1: actively doing that that way, I'm like, yo, your voice went like so (laughs) high. Even if you're not actively doing that that way, sometimes when we're in a new relationship, we feel the pressure to, like, spend all this time with them and then Mm -hmm. you lose your individuality and then so like that type of dynamic starts early yeah we gotta like have our have our own that's why i'm saying if you're like uh i want to be in a relationship and i want to be in like a better one than i've been in all my previous ones start with yourself literally like get your own stuff get your own money we'll we have to touch on money before this thing ends because like that's the most common um for divorce, yeah. Yeah, and the most Well, I, and I, I agree. Self,
0: point. Self-love, 100%. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you don't have self-love, you'll stay in that abusive relationship, that toxic relationship, mm-hmm. that manipulative relationship, that passive-aggressive relationship. Because you don't really love yourself, but, like, well, you know what? It sucks, but I have someone there. I'm not alone. I know that person loves me because they, they may say, well, their actions are different, so... I notice when you don't love yourself enough, it's harder to leave something that's not for you. And then, and so actually, so we'll go into, it's, it's like, it's
1: called the hierarchy of needs, right? Mm -hmm. So for any human being, if you think of it like a pyramid, the bottom level of the pyramid is basic needs. So shelter, food, clothing, yada, Mm -hmm. yada. The next level up would be higher level emotional needs. So like, you know communication respect things like that and then above that even is actualization which is like self like total and complete self love now some people are in relationships where they are Backward. are living in the bottom Mm-hmm. So they never get to these higher-level needs. If you're depending on somebody mm-hmm. for fi- for finances or, you know, for shelter... Stability. St- you know, but you're not going to have any stability if, if it's a dependence. Right. So then you end up... The people end up in these abusive relationships where they're like, well, I can't leave. Mm-hmm. And it's not even... You know, because some people will be like, you know, if you see those bad stories on the news, they'll be like, oh, why didn't you just leave? For some people, if you are dependent on another human being for your shelter... You're not just going to be like, all right, peace, you know, like especially if there's children involved. Like, of course, we're going to go live on the street. No. Exactly. So that's why, unfortunately, that does set you up for, you know, um, potentially abusive behavior or just feeling unhappy or unsatisfied in a relationship, mm-hmm. but you feel like you can't leave. So, again, part of, like, working on yourself, you know, not that it's all about money, mm-hmm. but definitely having your own way out mm-hmm. is, is super, super important. Mm-hmm. And then even, like... Just like it is like something I was thinking about on the way here was more like not setting yourself up for financial problems from the jump. So Mm -hmm. let's think about the typical Staten Island wedding.
0: Oh, yeah. We're both from Staten Island, so we're going to go there. We can. Yes. We have the right of way.
1: (laughs) Just... Think about this, mm-hmm. just for a second. Everybody out there, and if everyone's like, oh, I want to get married and have a big wedding one day, like, guess what? You're setting yourself up for failure from the gate. Mm-hmm. These people are shelling out 50, 60, 70 grand. Mm-hmm. Nobody has that laying around, unless you are actually, your parents are actually rich. You do not have that laying around. Yeah. So people spend years, for what? Mm-hmm. To prove that their relationship, to prove their relationship has culminated to a marriage. To other freaking people with you know freaking CO two cannons and people playing saxophones like what stupid stuff they have and you don't get a return on that Mm -hmm. so from the gate ninety percent of these people are in the hole thirty forty fifty thousand dollars it's not even like you know I I spent like you know five grand whatever
2: yeah
1: for literally these big weddings. People make you think it's a celebration. It's something like that. It's literally what to show people that you like each other enough to have oh a mind. party. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Come on. I agree. Literally, I agree. come on.
1: So now you're setting yourself up again to start from the gate with a problem. Um, and then if that domino has already fallen, you're not picking that back up. Mm-hmm. Right. So if, and, and a lot of times people just fight about money in general. mm mm-hmm. The recommendation for, like, a healthy relationship is for for you to have, like, awareness of what, you know, your significant other is doing with their money, but not necessarily 100% be intertwined with it. Like, again, going back to making sure you have your
0: own. Right.
1: So you're not dependent on them. Right. If there is a pre-established thing, because some people are old school and they're like, I'm going to take care, like, I'll take care of you.
2: Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, there has to be a very clear expectation that they're not taking advantage of you, mm-hmm. and the minute it starts to be that way, you gotta re, you gotta rework it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go to work, you stay home with the kids. Can I have money for groceries? No, not this week. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, again, the recommendation is to just definitely not put yourself in that
0: spot. I think too, we're a little bit different in the age now, where everybody, women are making money. I'm a business owner, but I have I spoke about this with. Um, my boyfriend before we're like I don't mind having a joint account. We both said like that'll go for the bills of the house mm-hmm. and then we each have our own separate account where like if I want to get my nails done or he wants to get a haircut like mm-hmm. things like that we would keep separate. Yeah. Um and then obviously like if God, you know we were both lucky enough which I'm sure one day we'll be su- like successful enough to mm-hmm. so, like I'm sure he could spoil me and I can spoil him that's a different story but we've already spoke about that and I think that's something that's so important to speak in in the beginning mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you really learn somebody's um, habits, yes. While you're dating them, and maybe like in the beginning, it's cute. They're always like taking you on dates and showering mm-hmm. you, and then you know when it comes time you want to go on vacation, be like, oh no, I don't have any money, or you know, or they're going out every weekend and they're buying bottles and VIP. Mm-hmm. Like those are things that you really have, to, or are the girl's always going shopping every weekend. It yeah. goes both ways. I think that's important too, because in a healthy relationship finances you actually do communicate about yeah it's not like this taboo thing where you're like oh i don't know how much money he makes or i don't ask him where he spends his money no yeah. i want to know what you're spending your money on yeah just like i will be willing to tell you this is my regimen this is what i do like like some guys don't even know i break it down to them, like you want me to go and be this like waxed and beautiful woman like <laughs> do you know so what hot. that is it's like a thousand dollars a month when you mm-hmm. nail twice a month you know sugaring or whatever you do eyebrows hair like and they're like, oh, wow, like, that is why. I'm like, yeah, so be appreciative of, like, you know, that's or it. help me out or... But yeah. I think it's really important to speak of money. Um, from the gate. From, like from the said, gate. Yeah. And I 100%. also think, like, that's, like, the number one reason of divorce. Yeah. Like, it's finances. Um, and I think, too, like, your intention, hey, like, you know, or, like, when I got into this relationship, I was like, listen, like, every other week we plan dates. I'm like, you one week? I don't expect him. And yeah. I know he would, but I'm like, it's also my... I want to. And we're yeah. in a relationship as equal, as partners. So yes. like, one month it's all him and then one month it's all me mm-hmm. or, like, we go back and forth and I feel like it works so well because yes. we're not so dependent on, I'm not yep. like, you got to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's, like, unreasonable at this, right. like, this age. It's nice to be catered to, but... Yeah. And then having a common
1: goal about what your money is, is going to end up being. So, and again... There are going to be times where people don't make enough money, and then you gotta struggle for a little bit. But the goal should always be to bump up together yeah. to the next tier, right? 100%. So part of part of like for me, part of our goals is so we're fifty fifty on every single penny in the house in terms of bills, paying for things, whatever. There's we each make our separate money, mm-hmm. and we leave it totally separate with the goal of pulling it together mm-hmm. later to, like, buy land and build mm-hmm. and have, like, a bigger house.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then invest whatever's left over into mm-hmm. multifamily housing so you have passive income. Right. Again, that's a goal. That's not, like, I'm getting that tomorrow. Right. This is something we're actively working, working towards, towards for together. years. Right. Yeah, like, there's five years already in the works. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be another five years before we even get there, mm-hmm. before we even touch what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. But again, like the goal is is the same so there was a point like right before the pandemic where my husband was making significantly more money than me like leaps and bounds but i was like the goal is to stack all this cash so we build the house Mm -hmm. and i scraped and i scraped and i scraped and i still paid my 50 Mm percent because the my eyes on the prize i want a Mm -hmm. bigger house yeah you know so but again like you have to be in agreement. You have to be transparent about that. I said to him, I said, listen, I'm like in the hole right now. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you know, everything evened itself out. I mm-hmm. worked harder, worked more hours, and I picked mm-hmm. everything back up. And now, now we're pretty much on a more level playing field right. than, than previously. Yeah,
0: I think too. I just think it's just important <coughs> and like stand that in healthy relationships. Like my parents do. Like anything that they do to help us, like you know, they they talk about it together, make that decision together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really believe that that's another thing that a healthy relationship, like, there should be no arguing over money. Right. Like, uh, I agree. There's, like, there's no, and, and you know, and I do think 50-50 is a great thing. Like, again, it depends on what people make. And ha- whatever you guys decide, but, like, talk about it, have a goal so that that doesn't become an issue later on in yeah. life. Um, because I've seen people, like, just no one knows what the other person does or how much they make and one person is paying way more and then the guys like say or the girl is saving more money because they're, like, stacking more because they're not paying as much. So I think it's just important to have that conversation.
1: And then it ties into being able to, like, if you're not getting respect or whatever, demand respect. Again, because mm-hmm. some people stay in relationships because they need to be, like, financially supported. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, If you have your own job and your own money and your own things, you always have an exit plan. Mm -hmm. So literally, I tomorrow, if if my husband pissed me off enough, I could be like, this house is in my name, I'm selling it, adios, and I still have my you know my job and whatever, and I I don't even have to like think about it. Right. We're not there, luckily. (laughs) Yeah, that's not on the docket right now, but. Again, it, it's something where I don't have to stress, like, oh, my God, I have to stay in this relationship mm-hmm. because I'm dependent on him, mm-hmm. you know? And, I, and, again, like, I just, I think about how many people are in that situation, and it, and it pains me. Like, imagine mm-hmm. that you're unhappy in a relationship for something as, like, mater- for material, like, items, and not in the way of, like, you know, bags and shoes and yeah. like the fun stuff, but yeah. because you need a place to live. Yeah. Like, imagine being that unhappy for, for a sustained amount of time. Mm-hmm kills me oh
0: um no i agree so let's talk about fair fighting yes ma'am
1: okay so the first so the first thing is literally why are we actually upset right Mm -hmm. so a lot of people argue so the the example i always give is you start a fight with your partner because there's dishes in the sink are you actually mad that they left their dish in the sink or are you mad because you feel disrespected that you just worked all day and they just like made a mess of your house Mm-hmm. Before we even go to speak, we need to think about what's actually bothering us. If we don't know, because that's like, um, you know, sometimes yeah. we're mad and we don't really know why. Yeah. Make sure before, you, again, before you even open your mouth, you take responsibility for, for what's going on. Listen, I'm about to be real nasty. I don't know what's
0: going on with me today. Mm-hmm. I probably say that like four times a month. Well, I know I get my period, I just like, I, as soon as I feel I'm like, okay, this is how the next week I'm going to get... Really annoying, really clingy, really standoffish, and then I'll go back to normal because yeah. I know my habits now. Yeah, yeah.
1: So definitely, you know, and if you had a bad, you know, a, a lot of people have like a bad day at work and they bring it home with mm-hmm. them. Like, try not to do that, you know, as a general rule. But if you do bring it home with you, just kind of be like, listen, work sucked today, and you're, you know, this isn't what I want to do right now, but like this is it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so definitely asking yourself why you feel upset. You mentioned this before. I love it. So it's called a laundry list. Mm-hmm. Like when you argue and you bring up all types of other, mm-hmm. other things mm-hmm. that
0: are not part of the current mm-hmm. conversation. I used to love doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> toxic. <laughs> I was definitely a toxic, guys, too. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I will own up to my. Uh,
1: but a lot of people do it because they feel like they have to make their point or whatever it is. But mm-hmm. why that's a bad thing is because then we lose like what we actually about, so now you're just bringing all this extra shit for, like, no reason. Yeah. They call it, like, the plunger, too, bringing up old shit, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it just doesn't help because you don't address, like, the actual problem, uh, or you lose it in, mm. you know, in the shuffle of bringing up what happened on, like, March 12, like, yeah. 17 years ago.
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, no degrading language is definitely a, you know, a, a given. Like, the rule in my household is, is you can curse till you're... Mouth falls off, but not at me. Right. So if you're mad about whatever, you can f scream, f shit, blah blah blah. But like, don't say like f you. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, you set the the tone for what that looks like. Um, again, taking responsibility responsibility for your feelings. Like, even if you get into a blowout, be like, listen you really pissed me off with what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I reacted quite poorly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's, like, always my thing. Accountability. Like, I, sh- I shouldn't yeah. have di- I Literally, the last time I had a blowout, I was like, that literally shouldn't have went there. Yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I lost control. Yeah, I think it.
0: accountability is a huge... Yeah. Oh, my God. Accountability. And, listen, we all are at that point where we're, hurt or we're sad or even just petty. Like, mm-hmm. it comes down to, like, I... We all have egos. That's it. At the end of the day, that's something that we have to work on and check that ego, but, like, there have been so many times where I would, like, and I'm very toxic. I'm Puerto Rican. I just can't help it. like, when I was younger, I used to, like, pick these fights, and, like, and I would be my fault and I'd be like, no, you need to apologize to me, and, like, I would never take accountability. I've learned from then, but it takes a while, but you need to hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. That's Everyone's going to mess up. Nobody's perfect. You're, right. And there's going to be arguments where you know what? There's times where I'm like, "Damn, shit, I was wrong." Like, <laughs> I'm upset about it, but I'm like, "Okay, you know, I I was wrong. That's it. Yeah. Like, we move on from that." Right? Um, but I think fighting is cuz fighting can get out of control so fast. Yeah. And then like you said, that blow up that didn't mean to go that fast. It's like you kind of like see red, and then it's like now you're saying things that you don't even mean. And then it's like too late. Like, I remember I used to tell my boyfriend, my ex when we would fight. I'm like, think before you speak. Because he was one of those that, like, to ramble. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times he said things that he didn't mean. Obviously, it was, like, out of anger. But I'm like, you cannot take those words back. Right. Think before you speak. Because now, even if you didn't mean it, it's still subconsciously in my mind. Yeah. Like, why would you want... Like, why would you even want me to think that... And then, again, like, I'm that type of girl. I'd be like, everything is great. And then I'll... Have a memory of Flapper like on February seventh. You call me a bitch for no reason. <laughs> and like you didn't even. And then I'm like all oh, mad all over again. So yeah. definitely accountability and think before you speak. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Yeah, and accountability
1: doesn't have to be like as the fight's happening or even like immediately after. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people take a couple of days to mm-hmm. even cool down. But so and and listen, if you're in a relationship and. You're always the one taking accountability, but the other person isn't. That's got to be worked on. So, if you're always the one that apologizes after the fight, yeah, listen that's again, fi- yeah, 50 50, even a 75 25, I'll roll with. But it can't just be like you apologizing all the time and them never, mm-hmm. never apologizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so even with that, it's um, like you're allowed to take a time out, like if things are getting too crazy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have a problem with this where they don't feel like they can walk away because they have to be heard. hmm So, you know, the people that need to get the last word. Yeah. When you my dad, when you should have walked away like twenty five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super important. So if it's escalating to a point where it's A, going nowhere, or B, it's starting where people are saying stuff that they shouldn't, it's okay to be like, We need to like not. Mm-hmm. We need to stop this now. Mm-hmm. The only catch is you have to go back to it at some point when everybody's chill. Mm-hmm. If it built if it blows up again, then you say, "All right, we still got to try." Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, so it's called stonewalling. So if somebody just like stops speaking,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like if you argue with someone and they just like don't talk, but then you never address the problem, that's just how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just never gonna
0: mm-hmm. get to it. Yeah, I feel like communication, and I learned this especially in the relationship I'm now because we have really good communication and. Mm. I also like to, like, just check in on them more, like, hey, are you happy, like, yeah. is there anything, and we had this conversation the other day, he literally asked, is there anything that I can do different, that, is something bothering you, and it's just, like, having those open communications, where, mm-hmm. like, I never had that with somebody before, and I'm like, wow, like, okay, like, you know, or, like, I'm like, I can't think of anything now, but if it comes up, yeah, but as of right, and I always have are you happy, because there are times where people are not happy, and mm-hmm. they're kind of suffering in silence, but they don't know how to tell you that they're not happy. Right. So it's, like, they kind of, like, keep digging down, digging down, and then this person, and then they blow up eventually, and they're, like, whoa, when were you, you weren't happy for six months? I had no, idea. like, you never said anything. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always good to check in as well, and just, even when you guys are good, like, we've done it when we're good, like, randomly, like, hey, are you happy? I always ask, are you happy? Even my employees, like, do you like working here? Are you happy? Mm -hmm. Like, is there anything else I can do? To like make it better Or mm-hmm. is there any feedback That you have You know And I think it's important To have those like You know Weekly, monthly check-ins Because It shows you the person too that you actually care Yeah,
1: yeah. And if you're like <laughs> If you're like Emotionally more sensitive Maybe going Instead of because I think you're in a place where if you said, Are you happy? and the person's like, No, mm. you wouldn't totally fall apart. Some mm. people aren't in that place. Oh, yeah, yeah. But For so part. you can check in in other ways. Like, Is there something I need to be doing differently? Because mm. Are You Happy is pretty loaded. <laughs> I know, that's true. Don't go by <laughs> me. You're right. You know what?
0: I'm like, Bitch, are you happy or what? Like, and yeah. then I give them the crazy, I was like, You better be happy. Like, the answer better be yes. No, I'm just kidding. But. You're right. Or, like, is there anything I can do to improve? or yeah. Or, like, I try to be honest, too. Like, I'm really working on, like, if something happens in the moment where I'm, like, I really don't like that. Like, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to be more. It was really hard for me to, and I feel like most women, like, you can attest to this, women especially, like, it's very hard for us to open up and, mm-hmm. like, like, say our true feelings because we always fear of, like, getting shut down or we're people pleasers and, like, you know, so I think it's important to work on that as well.
2: Yeah,
1: and and keeping this in mind too, then both people in the relationship have to grow together. Yeah. Again, if you're if you're in a place where you're yes. like, I really want to improve. Yeah. So you go to your partner and you're like, what can I do differently? And they give you feedback, and then you do that, and you ask the same of them, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Like you know, or you know, the it goes the other way around, and there's no resolution be prepared for the relationship to grow apart like you have to whenever you're with someone if you're planning on staying with them you have to grow together again it doesn't have to be at the exact same pace but you know some people can grow a little bit here and someone just got it has to catch up but if they're choosing not to even try to catch up you got to reconsider yeah
0: and i think that too when it comes like back to finance financial really Mm -hmm. quickly like I'm someone who's a go-getter, and I know that. So, it's like, I always have ideas. Like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this. And I'm not expecting the person that I'm with to be like me. Mm -hmm. But also, like, pull your weight. Like, I don't want to be like, I have three jobs or whatever. Three businessmen, you're like, I met you three years ago, and we're still stuck on, like, Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. number one. Not saying that if you're happy, but at least growing within that job or growing within yourself or, like, finding more because it's hard – when you date someone who is not as motivated as yeah. you, because it really can bring you down. A
1: hundred percent, yeah. And
0: and it's like, or they'll or they'll, it's like, um, that saying like, the like if people have demons inside them, but you have that light inside them, like it, they fear that it's mm-hmm. kind of like that. It's like, well, now you're intimidating them, or they think they're you're gonna force them to level up when they don't want to. They're comfortable. So it becomes an issue.
1: And that's where these relationships that, like, you hear about and, like, stories and stuff, where they're like, we didn't know it was coming, and then just another person just, like, ups and leaves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, literally takes their shit one day and just leaves. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen where you're happy, growing, thriving together, and someone just dips. I mean, they... They could be sociopathic, but that's a different story. Mm -hmm. For the most part, it's stuff like this that contributes to that. Right. If one person's really pulling their weight, the other one's not, or there's no communication on pulling weight, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or some people just don't actively think about this stuff and one day wake up and, like, are like, I'm miserable. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, it's a lot of work, actually. That's why they say relationships are work. But they're Mm -hmm. work because you have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And you have to actively have all this stuff on our minds and
0: I, and I feel like that too like going back to the very first thing you said why are you with this in this relationship if you're not ready to do the work and you know you're not there don't get into a relationship mm, yeah like like own up to it because there are times like I remember when I first became so much like, and I every guy I mean I don't want to be in a relationship I cannot give you what you need is this is for fun we can hang out when we hang out I can't commit anything to you I can't tell you anything um, I was very honest and upfront from the beginning because I know me and that's not where I am. Yeah. Um. So, with that being said, I was, even if, you know, I liked the guy or I thought he was cute or whatever, I wanted to be honest with them too. And listen, you can take whoever you want. Like, I'm just here. This is my mindset right now because... I can't give you 100%. No. And it's not fair for us to get into this thing because hurt people hurt people. So now mm-hmm. I get into a relationship and I wasn't 100% ready and I tear this man down and then he, then he's mad at me and he goes into the next relationship. What do you think he's going to do to the next girl? Right. Oh, well, she did me dirty so I'm still mad So like, or I have PTSD because this is how Erica used to handle things with me. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to run or shut down when the new girl does that. Yeah. So I think that's important, too. Like, be honest with yourself. And then girls of a certain age who feel, like, pressured to, to yes. be married and
1: whatever, mm-hmm. like... I was there, so I know. <laughs> it's real... It's it's really... Because when we're getting married with the intention of, like, then making children, those are going to be the human beings that suffer as a result of your decisions. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always the kids. So, you know, you gotta just make sure you're in a place again. Like, if you're working on yourself, building a business, building your financial empire and then you know those things will come when they're ready to come mm-hmm. that's that's where we got to be if we're like where i'm 34 but i want kids and they say that you can't do it till 35 a that's not really true mm-hmm. and b what you just want to rush into it
0: with any like old schmo and then you're just gonna be miserable anyway also happiness make sure you have happiness within yourself yeah. because if you don't have self-love when you have that child like Unfortunately, it's going to be really hard to give that child what they really need because you don't Mm -hmm. love yourself and you're pouring from an empty cup. So I think that's to, like, forget about age and stuff. And I know it's hard because – what is Instagram – all these people's $90,000 weddings. Oh, yeah. and like, or like, you know, I laugh when you hear celebrities and they like, everything looks so peachy clean and everything is great. And then so-and-so is getting divorced. Like when yeah. J-Lo and A-Rod broke up, everyone was like, what? Like, <laughs> she was just at her concert being her number one fan last week. What do you mean? But it's like, because they're not putting all their business out there and addressing mm-hmm. that. So I think that, you know, you have to really take that with a grain of salt. And, and, and j is
1: the most fly woman on the planet earth and
0: she is on engagement number six yeah she needs to
1: take some inventory yes. girl
0: oh but also i would love six rings too she's yeah, also the girl i'm not gonna would, lie yeah i would i would i love that collection. meme when it's like jayla has more rings than tom brady i'm like yes honey she does okay but you know what though i will say one thing about her that you should learn is she she does have obviously something to work on herself but the way she can leave them and like, okay, this is not for me like anymore and mm. move on. Like, I think that's admiring. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? This whole A Rod cheating scandal, whatever happened. Like, she didn't stay. Oof. Yep. She was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna move on mm. now, and that's it. And and, and you know, and, and I'm sure there's things that she has to work on too. But it's admirable to see her be able to like, okay, just I know my worth. Yeah, yep. exactly.
1: A hundred percent. I'm I'm with that too. Both sides of the coin, but yeah. I just went when I was like, ooh. Number six—that's quite a feat. <laughs> exactly. Um, which brings us to: you can agree to disagree. Um, I think that's one of these things in fair fighting that goes back to how you grew up. If it wasn't okay for people to have varying opinions on things, you know, literally at some point, what are you gonna do if one person thinks about you know? It depends on what it's about, but like, so I'll give you an example. So, like, if I want to experience joy I will buy concert tickets Mm. and you know maybe not necessarily look at the tag because I work you know Mm. my husband's like why are you spending the money for our goals on like a like one night of things Mm. my view on the matter is I need serotonin somehow and that's how I'm gonna get it you know where he's just like you gotta just push through it until we're where we are Mm. we have agreed to disagree i'm gonna go to my i'm i'm gonna go yeah. anyway. you yeah. can't really stop me at this point yeah. but it was something that we did frequently discuss when you know when we were trying to set these goals out and i said to him i said listen like i'll work my extra hours to pay for the things that like make me happy mm-hmm. because you know i value him for being able to like Grinds through, constantly yeah. and like not do that, but that's not me. Mm-hmm. So at some point, we were like, Listen, we're just never gonna agree
0: on this. And, and it's okay, as long disagree. as it's not affecting
1: us, it's fine. You yeah, know? As it's long okay, I'm not... and
0: it's okay to disagree because again, we're, we're two different people, yeah. like sometimes me sometimes it's so funny so my boyfriend is very positive and I love mm. it but you know as a woman I've said this before sometimes I just want to vent Yeah, I don't want your solution so it was funny one day we were here like two weeks ago and I was telling him about how I was stressed out about the business and he's like well you need to look at the light and I'm like so I stopped and I'm like no I don't want to hear it and he's like I'm going to say one more thing I'm like please don't say one more thing and he's like you're not thinking out and outside the box. And I'm like, I think, and I'm telling him all these ways that I think outside the box of the business. He's like, well, you know, there's a box and then there's another box. And I was like, what? You're not even making sense. So then we agreed. I was like, you're ruining my sauna session. Like, let's just stop. <laughs> like, we agreed to disagree. And then the next day, we laughed about it. I'm like, but did you hear? I think he was just like in such a zone. I'm like, what were you even saying? It someone didn't make sense. And we laugh about it now. It's an inside joke. Yeah. But he's like, yo, you're right. Like, I was, like, I just, and I'm like, I, and it was our first time that that has ever happened, has mm. ever come up, where I'm like, I just want to vent to you and I don't want your, like, I know I'll get over it. I'm yeah. very positive as well. Like, I'm going to push through. There's just days I just want to cry. gonna put yeah. it out. And you're mm-hmm. my partner and my best friend. I just wanted to, like, let you know. But going forward, I was like, I'm never going to tell you. And he's like, no, no, I'll know. <laughs> and I'm going to tell our future kids, like, girl, uh, guys, when a girl's crying, like, just hug them and let them cry. And keep your mouth shut. Like, yeah, that. I mean, really, that would be ideal. But unfortunately, a lot of,
1: Guys don't learn that growing up.
0: Yeah, and they're problem solvers, so it's, like, innate for them. And I, and I know that's his way of trying to help, I'm like, I don't need you to help. I just yeah. need, you to, like, you're to listen. Mm-hmm. Like, But, again, it's, like, we agree to disagree and yeah. move on. It not We don't ever go back to him and be like, well, you know, let's go back to that yeah. subject. No, the situation passed already. We moved on, and it's fine again. Right. And then the
1: last part of this is, like, part of moving on is, yes, like, the apology, the accountability, all that that we spoke about earlier and again taking inventory on who's doing that more um and out of all this like just one of the like the highlighted points i put here is like everyone i think or hopefully not you if you're listening has experienced like some form of cheating or mm-hmm. has been on the other side of that mm-hmm. just I've been on
0: both sides I'm yeah <laughs> the same but
1: thinking of it as it's a function of of an issue like listen there are some people in the world that literally just like go out and do what they do and there's really no reason for it but if you're in like a a sustained relationship and cheating becomes part of what's going on there it's a function of like some sort of
0: breakdown something's not lying 100 i cheated because i didn't get what i want like i was never like have sex with somebody else but i was an Mm. emotional cheater like i would form a connection with somebody else i'm like well this person doesn't have time for me so like i'm gonna get that attention from somewhere else yeah but there was a reason why i was doing it yes I was definitely wrong Um, Right And so that's even like
1: So there are things That you can do Like in your relationship Even at the beginning Just to kind of like Set yourself up For success So it's like There's like a lot of Silly things But like all right, so like Love language Is one of those things That's like uh, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like a buzzword right now But what it is 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 it's a It kind of shows you Like what's your function In a relationship And will it line up with, With your partner So like I did the the whole walkthrough. My, like, top thing is is physical touch, but my husband's top thing is quality time. Mm -hmm. So, like, you make make that work. I guess those those aren't, like, the two ones that are the least compatible. Mm -hmm. You can make them work in any regard, but if your top part of your love language is, let's say, gift-giving or Mm gift-getting, and that other person, that is, like, the last one on their list, it's going to cause you a problem at some point. Mm -hmm. Not to say that they're going to go and cheat on you, but it does cause you a problem. It could, like lead to some form of discontent, which opens the door for, you know, people to stray. Um, You you shouldn't. Part of healthy relationships is let's acknowledge that something is going wrong before we get to that point. Mm -hmm. If you've talked about it enough and you feel like there's no resolution, then consider leaving the relationship. Like, people should not just be, like, you know, cheating on each other, but just to make it a point. It's a function of of something bigger. So, you know, just for everyone to
0: take note of. I've definitely been there. Okay, so, yeah, cheating, guys, if you do it, if it's done to you, definitely underlining reasoning for the most part. Um, you know, no one deserves to get cheated on. I don't think – when I was young, I was very foolish, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to cheat. I was very careless when I was young, so I definitely had to do a lot of work on myself, but it wasn't fair to that person, mm-hmm. and I don't care how bad it is. You do deserve – let's have a conversation. Yeah. Now I'm like, before I even cheat on you – which, my last relationship, I was with him for almost four years, and I never cheated, and that mm. was, like, a very big accomplishment for yeah. me. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna break up with you. Yeah. Like, we're just, I'm done. Like, I'm right. I'm at a confident enough level. Like, this is, I'm not a child, I'm not in my 22 yeah. anymore. I'm in my 30s. This is like, you know, I'd rather just end it now and, like, let myself be free. Yeah,
1: my younger relationship, like, the relationship I had when I was in my 20s, he was cheating on me, so I was like, "I'm gonna then cheat on you now." And Yeah, it becomes a cycle. We should have just broke up, and like, it, my life would have been so much better. But again, like, I had to do a lot of work on on myself to be like, "All right, why am why am I doing this?"
0: Yeah, so. and it's a trust. It goes back to trust again because if you're cheating, and then let's say you do it one time, like I'm gonna use a Sex in the City example, mm. right? When when Steve cheats on Miranda, he's like, "I'm sorry, it was one time." Obviously, he was neglected. I'm not, like, condoning the cheating, but I get where he was coming right. from. Right, it was a
1: function of not being happy.
0: Right, and then, you know, it took her so long to, like, trust him, and, like, it just, like, she always carried that with her. Even though they moved on, they got married or whatever, like, it's something you don't let go of. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm sure that's something you can work through with the significant other, but be prepared to do the work. Yeah. And if you're going to forgive, forgive fully. Right, and
1: so that brings us to, like, A relationship has to be a partnership, I think. So, like, I literally have written down here, marriage is a partnership, not a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I really do, I think we're conditioned to believe that, like, love as it exists in a romantic form has to always be, like, this, like, fluttery you know lighthearted, like totally passionate intense like well, this and and yes love as it functions should be those things at some point
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it doesn't it's not always going to be
2: mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't always have to be mm-hmm. so I think like part of when we're in these relationships we have to say to ourselves like what am I doing again joining someone in in your life path joining someone as part as part of your life What are we doing to build our partnership? And not like a business partnership, like, not like that. Like, as two humans that have chosen to, like, walk this way together, Mm -hmm. what are we doing to support each other? How are we going to support each other? Deal with the bad times, love the good times, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I do think we're conditioned to believe that it should be this, like, lovey-dovey thing all the time and successful relationships, like, probably, like, as you see from your parents that have been married for so long – it's more just, like, you, you make life happen
0: together. Yeah. Like, no. that's it. It's, like actually, a it's so <laughs> true. So, like, I... Okay, I love rom-coms. Like, I'm the <laughs> Qu- wedding planner. I'm my Mulai. That is my favorite movie. But you know what's so funny? And I started to think about it, I just thought about this, like, maybe, like, three months or four months ago. I think it was right before I got into a relationship. But I'm like, I was so conditioned to believe in every rom-com, what's the plot of it? Mm-hmm. The girl finds this guy. They fall for each other. Something happens, negative, whether he, like, um, I always like to use an example from No Strings Attached, I think, or Just mm, Friends, yeah, but yeah. Ashton Kutcher, when mm-hmm. he's, like, talking to his mom in the other room, and she, the girl hears him, like, oh, it's nothing serious. I don't want to be with her. Like, and then she leaves, and then, of course, then he comes back, and he's, like, Prince Charming, and he saves her, and I was like, that is not... Healthy, Like, that, first off, is toxic, A, Mm -hmm. because it's like, why do we have to get to a point where we're, like, about to lose each other or someone offends the other person and then they come back? And then, it was so funny that you mentioned that because when I got into this relationship, it was so normal. There was no butterflies. Mm. And I was like, no, this is not it. Like, it was like... Every day, it feels normal, but I'm happy, but it's stable, Mm -hmm. and so when my last relationship, when the highs were highs, they were super high, Mm -hmm. and when the lows were low, they were really low, Mm -hmm. so going to something that's very stable, you're like, no, this can't be love, Mm -hmm. like, this is wrong, why, and then I started questioning myself, why don't I feel that way? Mm And I have a friend who's going through a similar situation, broke up with her boyfriend for a really long time. She meets this guy and she's like, Yo, I'm buggy. And I'm like, You're not. I'm like, You're actually, that's what a healthy relationship mm. is. You're just conditioned to believe that, what are that quote? I want that over the moon, yeah, stars, yeah, yeah. With whatever. Star, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and everybody believes that. And it's cool and it's cute. We post those like cute little quotes on Instagram, but. Yeah. When you get to something that's healthy, it's really the total opposite. Mm -hmm. So I was so like, am I, do I really, I kept questioning myself, Mm -hmm. like, do I really like this person? Yeah. Why don't I feel that way? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm in actually something healthy. Yeah. Where we don't argue every day or every two days or every Mm -hmm. week. We we have disagreements, but we're not arguing, you know, like that point. And that was hard to adjust to Mm -hmm. because it's what your mind believes. Like it's what, and it's, I do have a great, like, Role model as my parents, but, you know, when you get older, you're not around them as much. Mm. And um, you see what's on Instagram, what's on movies. It floods you so much. Grey's Anatomy. Choose me, like, the famous line. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes back to his wife, and it's like, why didn't you choose me? But then they get back together, and people think that's the greatest love story ever. No, like, start from the beginning. Why do we have to go through that? Right, 100%. And,
1: and I think if we... And I, this isn't to say that you shouldn't feel butterflies yeah, for someone. Like, I definitely feel. I butterfly. yeah, I've been with I've been I've been with Anthony for ten. Where, this is year eleven actually, mm-hmm. and you know you get dressed up, you go like on vacation, like when we went on vacation. I was like, eh. yeah, like you know, like you can still have those feelings, but the bulk, yes, of the relationship is. Is, is a partnership. Like, we're, we're talking about things, making things work, going through our day, yeah. having our disagreements, resolving them as to not have them again because they fight about the same thing over and over. You didn't resolve it. Well, um, that was me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Six <laughs> and, months, same fight. I couldn't understand it. And it, Literally it, it, insanity. <laughs> literally, that's the definition of insanity. Seriously. And, and I think, too, yes, like, taking stock of social media, there are plenty of people right now that are, like, posting, you know, my baby, my world and in my mind I'm like, you don't
2: have a
1: month's rent in your savings account. Like mm-hmm. we it's hard with social media because mm-hmm. everyone's just putting their
2: their highlights. First, their highlights. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But healthy relationships, you make your own highlights. Mm-hmm. Like what what is we we went on a date the other day and I was like oh I didn't like post it that would have been a fun post I'm like the hell do people care mm-hmm. if we had the time of our life being each other's ass Dave and Buster's mm-hmm. on like the on the video games? yeah yes. <laughs> like if I didn't post it because like I was on my date with yeah. my husband who I love like yeah I don't really care what other people have to say but I it's weird that we're kind of conditioned in this way so you know don't don't think that everything has to be this like beautiful yeah print chart like the, the i the to Charming learn that. like it doesn't have to be that mm-hmm. what it should be is the person that you know is going to come through for you mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 times mm-hmm. literally i mean if my husband has to choose between me and my dogs he's choosing the dog so. <laughs> but nine out of 10 times i know he'll show up for me no matter what is going on he will show up for me if i need support that's who's gonna do it if tomorrow i lost my job he's gonna carry me till i figure it out you but you need to like have those discussions and know this. Um, you know. And yes, the butterflies are nice, but at the end of the day they're not going to carry you. Seriously.
0: Yeah, and I and I also think too like ladies when you look for a man and we we can end on this, but did you watch The Ultimatum? Mm. Okay, so The Ultimatum, I'm sure most of you have watched it. You should watch it. It's, it's kind of great. It's like a very good reality trash mm. TV, but basically all these people go on as a couple and they say one gives the other couple an ultimate like, the other significant uh, other ultimatum. You're either going to marry me after the end of this uh, experiment or breaking up, right? First off, they were all in their 20s, like, 22, 24. 20. And I'm looking at them, and you could just tell that they all had to do, like, inner healing. Um, one of the guys in particular, he reminded me so much of what I went through. and But he says, like, I didn't have my parents growing up, mm-hmm. right? So it goes back to, like, I wasn't chosen. They don't know my birthday, like... How can you expect this young child, like, he's still, yeah, he's in his 20s, maybe 26, but he's still grieving that Mm -hmm. every person, every, most kids have both their parents in their life. Mm -hmm. That's a normal part of society. He did not have that. Yeah. How can you expect him, without dealing with that, to love that person properly, you Mm -hmm. know, and then that they ended up breaking up, but you could see it, and I was like, wow, like, we, ladies, like, look at it, like, get to know my mom would always tell me you marry the person you marry the family yeah get to know the family take your time get to see how they ask questions i used to be like how does your dad treat your mom it doesn't and it's not to be like judging them it's just like oh how did you grow up like was your did they go on date nights because some of them don't believe in that because their parents never did that right and it has to line up with your values
1: too so again if you if you value um like quality time that's how that's going to happen you know, like, I thought about it the other day. I went to um, a kid's home, and the father was, like, he is unemployed. Mom definitely works a lower-wage job. And he was, like, upstairs playing video games. I could never maintain a relationship with someone like that. Mm-hmm. Listen, go go to work. Like, there is no, like, mm-hmm. and that's part of uh, my work ethic has always been, like, values top tier. If you're not going to work... Like, you better have a million dollars in the bank account. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have that, you're going to work, mm-hmm. as, as, as will I. mm mm-hmm. um, But, you know, again, so even, even that, again, taking inventory, what values should this person rise to meet? Because, you know, mm-hmm. there's plenty of guys who, like, are not hustling. Yeah. They're just kind of cool where they are. And if you're the type of person that's a cool where you are type of person, you guys are going to make it. But if you're not, like you said earlier in this podcast, you're moving ahead and they're not catching up, it's not gonna
0: work, yeah. So, uh, yeah, value and, and just like really look at them, like, or even how they treat their mom, like, yeah, things like that. It's just you know, on and not to say like if like they didn't have a father figure in their life, don't date them because mm-hmm. that's not it. It's just also like talk to that person, and be like, so, like, how did that affect you? Yeah, what, how, like, how do you think mm-hmm. about these things? Because... When you break it down, a lot of them just go back to like, well, I didn't know that. I didn't see that growing up. I didn't have that growing up. And right. then you're, and when you get to know, like when I found out my dad's dad was abusive and they were poor, I'm like, well, and he had no brothers. I'm like, how do you think he was going to react to a daughter? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not his fault. Um, and yeah, he, he did have to take took accountability and he tries. But I'm like, how could I expect him to be, like, us buddy-buddy because he didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So I have to have a little bit more grace towards him and sure. understanding. And it's the same thing, like, you meet a guy and, you know, their dad didn't care about the, the mom and he was always at the bar every weekend and he was out with his friends and, like, you know, maybe during the week, like, she would cook him dinner. What do you think he's going to act? Mm-hmm. think of you? That's just what he saw growing up. Yeah.
1: And let's not confuse, though, grace
0: with Tolerance. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should only tolerate so much. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so I hope this helped you guys. I feel like we kind of like covered a basis of it. Yeah. Again, always you can always reach out to Lisa. If I have any questions? She loves to help. Um, you can always reach out to me. I know I talked to a lot of you guys about relationships because you guys always reach about reach out about what I went through, and I love to like shed light on it and help as much as I can. Um, but I will say in any healthy relationship it starts with you i really believe that i I agree you should be your number one healthy relationship before you even yes get a significant other that's it done deal yeah do you have any other uh words to say no that's it you covered it (laughs) all right so thank you so much for being on my podcast again if you have any other um topics you want lisa to discuss like Relationships between children, or I don't know whatever. any mental health stuff, mental health like stuff. Any struggles? Yeah, the finance stuff. Yeah, I taught, I
1: taught life skills at at rehabs for a long time, so I know a little bit about that. Oh yeah. Um, or
0: maybe the next time we could just deal like, I mean, we spoke about in the self love workshop, but for the people who weren't there, maybe we'll just do like a stress one. Yeah, yeah. Like really great ways to deal with stress. Um, but yeah, and Lisa always has resources for you, so definitely reach out. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. I always love when you're on. Yeah. I'm, I'm always excited to be on, so. I'm sure we'll be back next month. Yeah, we'll be topic. back again to we'll still, we'll still be looking. Um, and as always, guys, thank you for listening. Peace, love, and glow, Erica.